Welcome back to a crystal clear mind. Hello my lovelies, how are you all doing from wherever you are listening from? We've got some new um, listeners from around the world which is absolutely lovely so welcome, welcome all of you. Now I had a very different episode ready for recording although I didn't get to record it um, a couple of weeks back and uh, it was going to be about alignment, how to align yourself, how to Uh, try and keep yourself aligned, what it actually meant to be or feel aligned. And I really loved this episode. Um, I spent ages um, writing it. And then life did what life does, and it threw me a curveball, which we talk about a lot in all the episodes. Um, You know, ways to deal and cope. When those curveballs come at you, because they will, no matter how positive, no matter how upbeat, no matter how spiritually aligned we all are, life will still exist and it will still throw these huge, life-changing, life-altering events at you because it happens to everybody. So I thought that instead of doing the episode that I actually wrote out, I would talk about exactly that. Um, What happens when the big events happen that knock you for six and how you can still keep yourself aligned, reduce your stress as best you can, of course, reduce anxiety, see things from a different perspective. Because when we talk about positive mindset, you have to understand that happy and being happy is not the same thing as being positive or having a positive mindset. Obviously, it's a nice side effect to it, but our goal is not happy. You can still be going through the shit and still have a positive mindset. It doesn't mean that all those awful things that are happening to you, you're all happy and jolly all the way through it. It just means that your mindset is of a positive nature. You're trying to see the future. You're trying to see the better. Perhaps you're trying to see the good in someone or people. So let's just be real clear. When we talk about positivity, we are not talking about jolly, get the balloons out, kind of happy. So how do you keep that sort of a mindset and keep control of the things that we talk about here, like stress and anxiety, keeping a clear head, keeping a clear mind, when life throws things at you? I can personally say that although Life has done what life does whilst I've been on my journey. We've had all sorts of things happen to us. When you lose someone, which is what happened to me last week, it's a very different sort of card game at that point. You know, you're dealing with things in a very different light. No matter what you hit, 
grief is a very different thing to having financial strain or relationship issues with people. And I kind of wanted to just talk to everybody because my goal has always been to help. And I hope that some of the experience and the knowledge that I have relates to somebody out there and can be useful even if it's just two seconds of what I'm saying I just hope that it can help someone now I lost my grandmother who I was really close with and she didn't have a huge amount of family left there's not much left and it's kind of hit me very hard so I used every single tool that I had in my book, things that work for me, things that are aligned to me, to help me go through the course of uh, shock and anger and grief. And then all of the sort of administrative side where you have to start dealing with their affairs, start planning a funeral. These things are not easy at the best of times. But especially when you've had a shock, which is, you know, the unfortunate side of death, isn't it? You've just got this huge slap in the face and then you have to deal with all of that too. But I wanted to say that I am so happy with how my tools have helped me this week. In fact, the past few weeks while she was um, unwell as well. I found that the journey that I have been on for the last couple of years have actually served me incredibly well this past couple of weeks. It's it's had a great effect. I think an older version of myself would have reacted incredibly different. And for that, I'm actually very grateful. I'm very grateful for having learned it. I'm very grateful for the path that I am on. I'm very grateful for the tools that I had to use to help get me through and continue to do so until the end of this process. So I wanted to share with you um, some of the things that I used. And hopefully, if anybody out there has a similar situation, worse situation, I just hope that a little glimmer of what I'm saying can be relatable or useful or helpful to somebody else that might be going through something similar. So I kept it simple. I used journaling as a really good tool um, to help me most nights. I'm not going to say it was every night. Most nights. um, I am not a great one for journaling. I tend to lose my train of thought and I kind of get a bit sidetracked and I tend to forget that I was actually doing something or I'm meant to do it or whatever. But I found this fantastic um, book by Vex King um, that it kind of is, it's like a, like a foolproof guide. He kind of gives you the tools in one, one little page. So instead of writing lots of journaling, he's giving you the key points for you to just make notes I found this super helpful, especially as your brain's not really thinking completely straight at that point. I found it incredibly helpful to have someone almost say to me, have a think about this and write that down. It was very helpful to 
make notes about the emotions that I was feeling at different points. Because as we all know, we are governed by our emotions and these large events that happen in life bring out every emotion, even ones we don't really understand why we feel the way that we feel. So I found that journaling was really helpful. And looking back from like last night, back over the last two weeks, I can see the progress in the journaling that I've been doing as well, how I've been moving forward one step at a time, how I've been controlling and gaining control over my emotions as well. So if you're really good at journaling, I would strongly suggest that it is the best way to get everything just out from within you onto paper. I know so many people that find it super helpful. I've of course gone with basics. I've got my crystals. I've been carrying crystals with me. I've been wearing my crystals with me. Specifically at the moment, I'm currently wearing um, a piece of amethyst. I've been carrying a lot of uh, rose quartz with me as well. I find having these around me very helpful. And we were really lucky because last night was a beautiful full moon, a snow moon, and it was gorgeous and beautifully big. So I've put all my crystals out for a nice charge in the moonlight, which right in the middle of this process, I actually felt it was beautiful that I could get to do that. Um, and now I've got nice charged crystals that are now back around my neck and in my pocket back in my home with a much, much more uplifting energy to them. I'm really grateful for that. Which I suppose actually brings me on to the next one that I've been using a lot was gratitude. I've found that this has been an amazing help for me. Because as I said to you when we talked about the power of gratitude in the previous episode... Even on the worst days, you can still find something to be grateful for. And I know in this circumstance, I am so grateful for the support of my family and how they have just constantly got my back, been supporting me literally when I need it. They've been helping me. They've been moving me around, getting me to the places that I need to be taking care of life whilst I'm not around to take care of it. Family is so important and for that I am incredibly grateful, especially as I've just lost a family member. You become very aware of just how important it is and how grateful you are for it. But I also heard something just a few days, I think it was, before she passed. And it was talking about um, going from grief to gratitude. And I really liked the concept of that, which I think, depending on who it is you've lost and why, it's obviously very hard to feel that you could get through that to being grateful. But I know for one thing that we could all share, every single person on earth, is we will always forever be grateful for the time we had with people. Or in my case as well, I'm grateful for the memories that I have of her. I'm grateful for the influence she had on my life. There are many, many ways to look at it, 
but gratitude is just it's it's there it's all there and i found this really helpful to write down every single day what i am grateful for today did this process go well was it seamless you know did someone make something easy for me in a difficult time i'm grateful for all of those things i'm grateful that she's been reunited with her loved ones that have passed i'm grateful that there is no more loneliness or suffering i'm grateful for every moment i had and i most of all i'm very grateful that i was able to be there when she needed me and as i said super grateful for all the family that supported me through it so gratitude was a really really big player this last couple of weeks for me every single day I was at it not that I'm not usually but there are days that I skip or I forget or I got too busy sometimes I do it at night sometimes it's first thing in the morning but with this process I found it perfectly helpful every morning to just wake up and realize that I'm really grateful for a lot I'm grateful for my health I'm grateful for my family's health I'm grateful for my family. There is always something even on the worst of days that we can see and be grateful for. I've also used a lot of uh, sort of sage and smudging around the house to try and expel the bad energy. Open the door, open a window, use the sage, get the bad energy out. Let the door or the open window bring in the good energy, light a candle whilst you're doing this as well and it literally is an exchange the stale bad energy goes out the door or window and the good energy can be let back in as can the light it's a simple process doesn't really take very much but it's one of those ones where you just feel better once you've done it I love the concept of getting rid of the bad energy because with situations like this, with any bad situation, any curveball that life chucks at you, there will be bad energy. Whether it's sadness or fear, anger, anxiety, all these emotions, you're trying to get rid of them. And it's not always a simple process. But by keeping it as simple as that, do it once a day if you want to. Do it more than once a day if you want to. It just makes you feel better mentally. You feel like you have done something to actually physically remove the bad juju. And I really have enjoyed doing that. It's been a pleasant experience where I instantly feel better afterwards. Another good one that I've been using is, of course, breathing. This doesn't work for everybody, I've found out. It actually can have the opposite effect um, and can induce anxiety in people. So if it doesn't work for you, knock it off the list. There is no rule book. I've found that a variety of breathing techniques have been incredibly helpful for me. It just calms me down. It just brings me back into the moment, brings me back into the present, and it grounds me. But the biggest one, like the biggest turnaround that I have found in the last few weeks is 
You deal with a lot of people when someone passes. Even if your family's small, you're still dealing with a lot of people and a lot of administration, you know, companies and organisations and so on and so forth. You just seem to find yourself constantly thinking, constantly talking. And the truth is, you're thinking about yourself, rightly so. You know, you, you've got to take care of yourself. But you're seeing everything from your perspective. And I think that an older version of myself would have only stayed there. I would have seen how I felt and I would have just stayed there, whether I was angry or sad, bitter, anxious. I would have just stuck in that place. My head would have got stuck in that place. But this past week, I've put myself into other people's shoes, no matter how small or how big they are involved in the situation. I've tried to look from other people's perspective and see where they're coming from, how they feel, why they would be feeling the way that they do, even if it doesn't make immediate sense to me. To say our family is complicated is an understatement. And I'm so sure that I've got people nodding along right now, like, yep, I've got a complicated family too, I get it. Because families are complicated. And there's a lot of history there. And not all that history is wonderfully good and joyful. There are bad moments within families and between people and in relationships with those people. It happens. But I found myself stepping back and doing something that I probably wouldn't have done a couple of years ago, which was actually asking people to just give me a moment instead of gut reacting, instead of panic reacting. I was asking people to just give me a moment. Sometimes I wasn't even asking. I was just taking it and I'll get back to you tomorrow. That moment that overnight, that sleep on it was a huge game changer for me. I'm very, I can be very impulsive, especially with my reactions. So this for me was like an enormous turning point that I didn't even know I had or that I had accomplished until I saw it in action so naturally it wasn't perfect, but that's not the point. Our aim is not for perfection. Our aim is to continuously grow, keep growing, keep learning forever. And I watched myself almost from the outside in. I have grown. I have grown a lot. I have learned a lot. And it's a wonderful thing to look back and go, it was so worth it. Everything I have put into this, every practice that I use, everything I have stood there and tried to do, everything I've talked to you guys about, it was so worth it. I could see a new version of myself, which was all I wanted was a better version of myself. Well, 
I could see it this week. I have taken into consideration people's feelings where we don't have the greatest of history. So my instant reaction usually would have been pure anger. Do not misunderstand me. That is not to say that I didn't get angry. There is still a gut reaction. But the key was that I waited. I, I knew, aligned to myself, that I needed a moment to digest that, process that. And by the time I was done processing it over the course of a couple of hours or before bed and then sleeping on it and waking up, that's where everything kicked in so very naturally and told me to rein the anger back in. Think, why are you angry? Why are they reacting the way that they are? And that thought process alone it opened up a world of possibilities. So whatever you are doing, whatever reason that you are doing it for, whatever you are on this path, stick with it. It is so, so worth it. And it makes such a difference because I know, I know that this week I have made a difference to other people too. My lack of gut reaction, as far as they're aware, I did feel it, I did have it, but I processed it outwards as a very different reaction. I've made a difference to them too. And I know that an older version of myself wouldn't have done that. So at whatever point you are in your journey, keep going because it creates a knock-on effect that just spills out into the world like a ripple. And really, that's all we're trying to do. We're trying to make ourselves better versions. We're trying to feel better. We're trying to deal and cope better. But I'm sure I can speak for all of us when I say that we want to make an effect on the world. We want to send out love. We want to receive love. And it truly has the most amazing knock-on effect. That's about it for now from me. I will get back to the episode that I wrote a couple of weeks ago because it was a great episode and I think you guys would absolutely love it. But just for now, I'm going to take time. I'm going to walk away. I'm going to have some self-care time and get through this moment and come back even stronger. But before I go, I'm actually just going to double back on myself. That's a really good tip. Self-care can come in many, many forms. It doesn't matter what you do to take care of yourself. It's got to work for you and it's got to make sense and it's got to feel good for you. So whatever it is, take a bath, take a walk, listen to music, move your body and jump around and dance, laugh, spend time with family light a candle and read a book. It doesn't matter what your version of self-care is, but whatever it is that feels good for you, this is a tip that I got told a lot. Make sure you take care of yourself in these moments and it doesn't have to be related to grief. Whatever life is chucking at you, 
whatever circumstance or situation you find yourself in when you feel this way, please make sure that you take care of yourself as best you can because there's only one you and you need to be strong. Mind, body and your soul. So make sure that you do take care. Right now that really is it from me. I really am done. I will get back to that episode on alignment once all of this is done with. I hope that somewhere out there I am actually making sense to somebody and relating to somebody. It feels really good to just say all of these things. But the most important message of all today was be grateful, show gratitude, even if it's just yourself. Take care of yourself. And know that the journey is so worth it and that it has a huge effect and a huge impact on everyone around you. Until next time, my lovelies, take care.